Okay, thank you guys for coming back to listen to another episode. I have two special guests this week, um, Shaheem and Jace. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey. How are you? What's up? Oh, my God. Such good radio voices. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I wanted to talk to you both because it's Pride Month, and I wanted to talk to Black people, Black gay people, Black gay men and i thought why not shaheem i'm gonna call you shaheem sorry i can't say shy it sounds weird it feels weird i can't do it <laughs> that's cool that, you you always you deserve to say shaheem and i always <laughs> say like call me what you want just say it with respect you know hmm. okay well you've been on here before but this is jace's first time so really quick jace can you describe yourself a little bit what do you do for work what do you do for fun um let's see i have been pursuing my career as a model for like the last five years i'm a former cheerleader so i still enjoy like dancing and fitness i feel like i'm the fitness coach of the relationship so i'll be trying to like get shine to do some some stuff he's getting good he's had a lot of progress other than that i just love spending time with my friends and family um adventures we just got back from a trip um we went to tulum that was really i was fun. so jealous it looked beautiful <laughs> it, was, it was amazing yeah it was a vibe the activities we did like um snorkeling zip lining rock climbing that was all my first time doing all that but it was a rush i love activities like that you know fitness wow well, wait, how old are you? I should have asked this before. I'll be 27 on Saturday. Oh, yeah. my God. You're grown. You yeah. look like a child. I know everybody says <laughs> that. They're like, I thought you were like 19 or 22. Yeah. I'm like, five years being a model, you have to be like younger than Shaheem. But anyways, okay, so Shaheem, you've been on here before, but in case somebody hasn't heard your episode, what do you do for work? What do you do for fun? You're a celebrity artist. now. No, <laughs> I'm not that. I'm an artist. I'm a singer, songwriter, and musician. And I am out here in LA just, you know, getting my chops together, getting ready to get back out there post pandemic life performing. Um, also, work at Urban Outfitters part time. And what else? Yeah, I just kind of make music and, you know, do my thing and hang out with friends and adventure as well. Do you ever miss DC or are you glad you moved out to LA? Or Richmond, you you moved from Richmond, technically. Well, I definitely miss Virginia. I miss the people in Virginia, you know, like you, and just like everyone who kind of like keeps me grounded that like, yeah, I miss, I miss Virginia. And I also miss um, just the simplicity of it. And I would say, like the foresty vibes, you know? Okay, so how did y'all meet? When did y'all meet? And how did it become a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> we, I actually work at Urban Operators too, so. Oh! It became a thing. Um, 
as soon as I saw him the first day, I was like, "Who is this?" Like, oh my god, this is Bay. This is my, this is mine. <laughs> no, but you know, we were trying. We were just like talking, communicating as friends, coworkers, and he kind of just drifted my way, and I kind of just caught him without doing much. <laughs> we're not without doing much. <laughs> yeah. I- it was very slight. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, I feel like going both ways, though. No? Yeah. Okay, good. We took things very... Very slow. Very slow. Because we were like, we work together, like, we're going to get fired. And like, <laughs> like so it, it's messy. Like, don't date your coworkers. But I'm like, date your coworkers. Just don't be messy. Like, you know. Um, I met my right. fiance at work, so... Literally. I, really <laughs> I mean, but I would also say don't date your coworkers unless you think like you're gonna marry them. It's not. Don't fuck around with your coworkers. But you can. But you guys work together. Yeah, we work together, and we started dating maybe like three weeks into working together, and we stayed at that job for like nine months, which was long. A pregnancy. We, we should have left sooner. <laughs> A pregnancy. <laughs> Not it for was, me though. Well, not your <laughs> pregnancy, but a duration of a, a pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Come so, on, are you in love? We are. <laughs> we are in love. Oh my god! Okay, so when when we were talking, Shaheem and I talked on the phone before this, like a week ago or so. You were saying that six months is like eighteen months in the gay community. <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> I don't know if you agree, but I feel like um, there's like this misconception that like queer people can't be in monogamous, like long relationships. So that's why you hear a lot of people like I dated this person, I dated this person. And it's for like really short amount of time, short amounts of time. So I was like making a joke, like we made it to six months. So it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like times that by three multiply that by two weeks you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's like dog years <laughs> you so stupid. <laughs> but not dogs obviously like we're right. humans yes okay so how long have you both been out i've been out i want to say maybe 2014 like freshman year of college straight out of right out of high school okay Shaheem. Uh, me you knew me when I came out. It was like my junior year. I made it a grand thing. Um, <laughs> I had to let everybody know. Um, and yeah, from that point on, it's been like what? I would say six years since I've been an out gay man. Mm-hmm. Because you came out as bi first. I did. Come on. Oh, did the you tea. not want me to say that? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's okay, but come on, the tea. Okay, so how was the response from your family, your friends when you came out? Were they surprised? Were they supportive? My family, they weren't too shocked. My mom was like, you don't think I know my child? (laughs) Like, I've known you my whole life, but they were were supportive. They were um, like, we'll love you no matter what, regardless. If you're happy, then I'm happy. That was pretty much. Mm. I think for me, it was like a very mixed reaction from all the the people within my like family. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I feel like as of now, 
my mom is my best friend, but it definitely took her some getting used to, you know, my sister as well. Like those are my two leading ladies in my life, but you know, it was definitely some adjusting. And then with my father, it's still some adjusting. So I don't know. I feel like it's not the easiest thing to say. Mm -hmm. I'm curious on your opinions because you're both part of two really big communities, two really powerful communities that are full of all different types of culture that are kind of pushing the mainstream culture. I think mainstream culture borrows a lot from Black people and from queer people. And I'm curious about how you would describe the current state of how those two communities interact. Do you think that the Black community and the queer community are getting closer? Are they farther apart? Is it basically the same as it's always been? I feel like it's it's been getting closer mm-hmm. and a lot of people are getting to be more accepting, but there are still like an amount of people that still have those religious beliefs or mm-hmm. ideas that being gay is not of God, that it's not okay. Yeah. But it's we're we're having some progress, I feel like. I think most definitely there's progress. Like we can't say there there hasn't been any progress, but there definitely is like a lot more work that needs to be done. Like we just went through this really like, I wouldn't even call it pivotal, but like movement where everyone in the country kind of like started looking at black lives and their value. And I feel like within, within us as black people, like we have to like value all sorts of black lives, whether that's trans lives, like gay lives, you know what I'm saying? Like every single black life, disabled life, life, we should all be appreciated and respected. So I, I think like the unification of us queer people and black people like I feel like it's definitely necessary and there is progress I kind of just want to see a little more of it like I want to I mean I'm bald but if I did have you know what I'm saying a little fade moment I would want to be able to go into the barbershop and any sort of like get up and feel comfortable mm-hmm. do you feel comfortable when you go get your haircut? That's a good question. I always see gay men talking about this experience and how they feel like they can't be fully themselves when they enter the barbershop because they're worried about what these other men will think. And yeah, I feel the same way. I'm I'm not as I would flamboyant as I might be on another day where I will have like a little bag as an accessory or because a lot of older guys they feel this way or they might make a comment and it's just uncomfortable mm-hmm. you're yeah. also like he i feel like he can switch like you know what i'm saying i maybe we both can but yeah it sucks that we have to make the switch but sometimes it's fun making the switch just kind of like a different character <laughs> <laughs> so code switching is a thing for queer people too because a lot of the time when i hear or think of code switching i think of Black people normally going to work or something where they have to kind of turn off part of their personality or the way that they speak. And I didn't even think about that being a thing for gay people. But that's something that you have to do. It definitely is. A guy will like, they'll say like, mask it up. (laughs) Give a little trade. But when you're around your gay friends, it's, hey, sis. (laughs) Something like that. So when y'all, when, so you met at work, so this makes it a little different. 
Were you looking for relationships before you met each other? Raheem saying no. I kept on because in the past I've tried the dating apps and I feel like it's just it gets old and everybody's just looking for one thing. And I kept praying that I would meet someone. I said I wanted an, an organic connection because then I would know like just from the first meet if this would be the type of person, you know, you can't hide behind like these photos or anything you're just trying to put on to impress someone. Right. And yeah, I kind of, I feel like I manifested it. I kept saying, I want to meet someone. I want to meet someone. I mean, it was at work, but Hey, I still matter. (laughs) Right. I feel like whether you meet them at work or wherever, meeting someone in person, you're right. Like they're not putting up the best parts of themselves and you know, lying (laughs) or making it seem like they're a different person. And it is the best when you see someone in person and you're like, oh, you look good. And you're actually a good person too. Mm -hmm. So did you care about specifically dating a black man? Yeah, high key. Just cause like, I mean, we both are open to whoever is gonna show us love. We would give that person a chance. But I think with dating within the black community, there's a level of teaching that I don't have to do and that I'm happy that I don't have to do. And also like, I just think black people are like the most beautiful beings in existence. So like, of course I would want to partner up with another beautiful being in existence. You know what I'm trying to say? It just works. Yeah. yeah. I feel the so same did it matter way. to you too? Yep. Yeah, I feel the same way. I, I was open to dating outside my race, but I always was like, like, I love black people. Mm-hmm. What more yeah. to say? They're amazing. Exactly. I ask because I feel like a lot of black gay men who are celebrities like RuPaul or Billy Porter or Lee Daniels, they're all married to white men. And it just seems like a lot of gay men, like black men are with white men or not with black men. Do you think that's intentional or why do you think interracial relationships are so common? Not that it's a bad thing. Kanye was like, and once you get on, he'll leave leave your ass for a white girl. I feel like it's the same like concept with those black men. But it's also just like, okay, like in media, for some reason, the first gay couple I ever saw was like a white couple. So that kind of stuff like brainwashes you and maybe brainwash isn't the best word to say, but like Mm -hmm. the images in the media that we see growing up definitely impacts our brain and kind of like how we think. So I feel like a lot of people just think like, Ooh, this interracial, this interracial like fantasy is like what I want to achieve. Mm -hmm. Um, When in reality, it's kind of weird, but not trying to knock any sort of like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not trying to downplay any sort of, interracial relationship i just feel like it should be an authentic connection not just for the aesthetic right yeah did that answer the question i think so yeah i don't i can't say how someone else feels and their actions and but like shaheem said the media definitely shows even with heterosexual relationships more interracial relationships that's just the thing there's not like a lot of we definitely need more black gay love stories that definitely needs to be shown more because it's the thing we're here. Right. (laughs) Right. It exists. And I feel like 
I don't see it a lot. And it should be exposed more, except for on the show Black Love, which is literally only about <laughs> Black people who are in love with each other. But other than that, I feel like I had to really seek it out. I mean, thank goodness I know Shaheem. But if I didn't, I would have been like combing through the internet trying to find a Black man who's with another Black man because I don't know anyone else. Dang. But you're also, no. not you're also, but we're also from like Virginia. We're like, yeah. you probably do know a lot more Black queer men, but because of the environment, they're just never going to become those Black queer men, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Or own up to right. it. Okay, Shaheem, how do you, well, let me say it like this. There's a lot of homophobia in the Black community. I feel like in all Black communities, whether you're Black American or from the Caribbean or you're African, there's a lot of homophobia. There's also a lot of racism in the gay community. And how do you manage pride in being Black and being gay? I think it's, not even I think, it's something that, you kind of have to be proud about it, it. It is you like being intersectional and having both of those layers. Like it's not something I can ever just remove or I can ever just, you know, even with the code switching, like it's still within me deep inside. My blackness is going to be like, you know, what I'm trying to say like, it's just, it's there. So I feel like learning how to be confident is probably hard for every single person. But for me, I had to just realize like, these are also these are not just things that people what am i okay let me let me get this together real quick people hate these things because they're so powerful and i have both of those like attributes you know what i'm saying like i have both queerness um and i have blackness so i'm like a double superpower you know <laughs> so i feel like just looking at it like that is kind of how you have to go about it so that you can really just succeed and just be comfortable in the skin that you're in and just really just, you know, be proud of who you are. Do you ever harbor resentment towards one community for their ill feelings or even their ignorance about the other community? No, I, I try to say I'm bothered about everything. So I don't have time to even start harboring ill feelings towards any community. Mm -hmm. I got an okay, EP to so drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we're gonna talk about that but i'm so excited i'm so proud of you oh my god baby shahi was like a grown-up <laughs> okay so jace obviously rupaul's drag race is a very 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 popular show it is probably a lot of people's only exposure to gay people um especially gay men do you think that that show helps or hurts people's perceptions of gay men? Do you feel like it puts an expectation um, on gay men to be super feminine and act like drag queens? Um, I wouldn't say it hurts gay men. It just shows art and shows creativity and a different side of gay men. But I definitely feel like a lot of people expect gay men to be feminine and flamboyant, like there's a few times when I'd be out with like my homegirls or like a close girlfriend and I'd, I'd meet some strangers and they'd, they'd be like, um, oh, I thought this was, this is your girlfriend, right? And I'm like, no, I'm actually gay. And I'm like, what? Oh, you don't look gay at all. Like, wait, how's, gay, how's a gay guy supposed to seem? Like being gay is not a look or an image. 
it's how you feel. It's love. Mm -hmm. Like, right. Or a sound. I'm sure I bet both of you guys have heard they didn't expect you to talk the way you do. You both have deep voices and you sound like men because you are men. And I feel like there is an expectation. Um, I think I the- got a deep voice. Jace has like a little like soft, like country <laughs> southern. Well, everyone like- sounds soft next to your voice. But, <laughs> T. but you both have deep voices. Yes. Let me stop trying mm-hmm. to play him. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So how do you guys feel about women, straight women? who come to gay bars or clubs, especially like by themselves. Um, Do you feel like that space that was supposed to be a safe space for gay people is being co-opted? Not necessarily. I enjoy my straight girlfriends come with me to the gay club. I mean. But they come with you. Oh, if they come by their their self, like (laughs) there's better music probably or a different (laughs) style of music. That's more like uplifting and free. And it's just a, a good atmosphere to be around. It's a lot of loving, upbeat energy. Um, and then they probably just want to get away from straight guys yeah. harassing them or hitting on them. They don't have to worry about that in the gay bar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel like that's such a draining thing to just want to go out and dance and have fun, but you can't because you're being like hypersexualized every chance you can get. So, you know. I feel like, you know, go where you need to go. Just don't take up space, you know, like go Mm -hmm. and and just have a good time. Right. You know, but don't go like on stage when a drag queen is performing and steal their shine. You know what I'm saying? Realize you're in a different space. So Mm -hmm. I have seen that. I went to New Orleans and this big group of white girls came in because it was one of their bachelorette party and they were on the stage. They were they weren't belligerent because they were happy, but they were like happy belligerent. Like they really wanted all the attention on them and they were difficult. But you know, like, like, like Jay said earlier, drag is art and you wouldn't mm-hmm. go to an art show or like, a, like any of your favorite concerts and just go on stage. You know what I'm trying to say? I've actually mm-hmm. seen the video of a drag queen, like kicking somebody off the stage. And I was like, damn. <laughs> like well that'll teach him right but no i'm not condoning violence obviously yeah of course what does being a man mean to you do you think that the common idea of being a man or what it means to be a man is changing i think it's definitely changing um to me being a man could equate to being a woman like just being strong and confident and living your truth Yes. No matter what anybody else has to say, not worrying about anyone else, anyone else's judgments. It doesn't have to be like, like a man could be very feminine, very masculine. It doesn't have to be either side. I think being a man like is about like conquering and, and more just like accomplishing and just growth. Like I feel like a man when I like reach a new milestone in my life, not necessarily when I, you know, am in a fast car or, you know, I'm trying to say, like, I just feel like mm-hmm. as I grow, I'm becoming a man. As I start to realize things, as I start kind of understanding the concepts that have been taught to me for years and I start, like, when things finally click, 
Like, I'm like, okay, like I'm becoming a man, but that process, you become a man your entire life, you know, as, as the same for anyone, like you just become who you're supposed to be for the duration that you're here on earth. Mm, That was good. Okay. So Shaheem, you're from Virginia. Jace, you're from Louisiana. How long have you been in LA? I've been in LA since 2018. And I've been here for since 2020, July. Dang, is that it? It feels like you've been there for a long time. Mm-mm, it's probably a year. Oh my gosh. Okay, so do you like it better than where you came from? I think LA, there's great things about LA, but there's also, I still have so much of the world to see, so I don't really want to compare, but I think LA has such beautiful sights and nice weather and like, you know, you can drive 30 minutes and go to a beautiful hiking trail. And then there's like just a close proximity of really cool things. But being home is just a chance of like rest and reset and just, you know, um, normalness and nostalgia and just, yeah, like it's not as much pressure. It's just kind of like, okay, I'm back, back in the city. Like, so I don't really like one other than the other, you know, I'm still getting to know LA. Mm-hmm. I um, feel the same. LA is pretty, it's more fast paced compared Very to fast. home. And I like it better as far as um, the work it brings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But back home, Louisiana has like a lot of culture and, you know, good food. That's the difference. I was just about to say that. Um, better food. But yeah, the weather's pretty much the same. I can't say I love one more than the other. I could definitely see myself um, moving back home, like way further down the line. Mm-hmm. You better live in Louisiana. we. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can have a house. Okay, just like a house there. Okay, I'm down for a house in Louisiana. And in Virginia, you know, a few properties yes, everywhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, how is your experience? as gay men specifically, I guess, changed since you've moved to LA, what is the community out like there? Do you feel more more free to be yourself? Low key. Mm-hmm. Saying, I feel like it's more acceptable. The, the gay community is bigger. Like mm-hmm. there's definitely a, a bigger gay pride event usually at, in a city like LA than versus Louisiana. Mm-hmm. You'd be holding hands in public, which is like really, really like, cool and it doesn't feel like people are judging or trying to like you know i'm trying to say undermine us it's just i feel free out here most of that's awful that that's a win you know like being able to hold hands and not think about it or not be worried about it it shouldn't have to be like that y'all already know that Okay, so how do you guys think that the Black community and the gay community should begin to engage each other and work together? Um, for starters, I feel like the Black community simply needs to accept us. Because mm-hmm. there's still some people in the community that preach that being gay is not okay, that it's wrong, and they have to get over that. Like, And not just say like, straight people matter like straight black lives 
we all matter. We're yeah. all human. We're all black and beautiful. We all want love and acceptance. We all want the same thing. So we that's the first step at I feel like definitely to come together. Most of. And people just need to mind their damn business. Like I feel like like just live your own life and make sure all of your shit is together within your household. You know? And love and respect everyone else around you because life is hard for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Even people with hella bread, even people, you know what I'm saying? Life is already hard enough. So just kind of mm-hmm. worry about yourself and not trying to like critique and and devalue like the life or the lifestyle of what someone else chooses to do. Like literally worry about yourself and also just accept it, especially like my advice to any straight person is love your kids no matter who they are because people wonder why their kids grow up and hate them is because you have literally kind of told your kid that I hate you through like treatment. You know what I'm saying? So just love and worry about yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know who Jackie Hill Perry is? No. Jackie Hill Perry? I wish I knew Jack- that this was. You probably don't. Jackie Hill Perry is, to me, she's like a pick me. She's basically a woman who's gay but she is married to a man, she has children, and she appeals to the Christian community a lot by saying like, yes, I'm attracted to women, but I just choose not to do that. Like I'm with a man, God wants me to be with a man. And so that's what I'm doing with my life and I'm making God happy or whatever. And to me, she's kind of become like the poster child for Christians being like, you can have the feelings, but just don't act on them. And I feel like her brand and the fact that she's pushed up and elevated so much is so dangerous. And I'm just curious on y'all's opinions on that. Hmm. I don't know how to feel. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to say anything wrong about this woman because I don't know who she is. But from what you just, um, not wrong, but you know, I want to make a clear judgment, but from the information that you just gave me, it sounds like she's not happy and it sounds like she should probably want to live a happy life and to live her truth, you know? And I think, you know, this, this mix and talk of like religion and sexuality, it needs to stop. It definitely needs to stop. Like God for me is love and protection and just overall warmth and you know the power um and he created each of us in his image so i feel like with that said like there's just other things for us to be worrying about and that person what's her name jackie hill perry sis just i hope that you (laughs) can be happy but it could be propaganda, you know, she could just be cashing out and being with women on the low because a lot of what we're fed is so fake. That is absolutely possible. I just when I saw the video, there's like a two or three minute video of her online and she's done longer interviews and stuff, but I just can't dedicate any amount of time like that to watching her talk. And the whole video, it was creepy and it was sad. I'm like, geez, that sounds like a miserable life that you're denying yourself something that she acknowledges she still wants. 
um, but is not because she thinks that's going to get her into heaven. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. moving on. Um, can you guys give us a book or movie recommendation? You can give as many as you would like. So I think we need the book recommendation from you because I know you'd be <laughs> reading and I know you have an extensive libra- library. Um, mm-hmm. And we de- we definitely want to start reading together. Like that's something we talk about all the time. Um, but movies, though, we kind of had a space movie moment, which was cute. So my movie that I recommend would be um, um, The Martian. I liked that one a lot. It was a very um, <clears throat> just thrilling tell, tale of um, this man who got stuck on Mars and, you know, his team is working to bring him back. We watched that on the plane coming from Tulane. Ooh. I'll say this is just a good, feel good movie for adults and kids. Um, if you haven't seen it already, Soul. Soul, I knew you was going to say Soul. <laughs> I love Soul. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we watched that together on Christmas. Yes. That was a great movie. Great. Right? I loved it. And I understand the criticism of people being like, you need Black people need to be humans the whole time, but it was still a good movie. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I thought the message as an artist, as someone who's trying to become, it was mm-hmm. definitely something that kind of just told you to stay grounded and just, you know, it's going to be okay with whatever you're trying to do. So 10 out of 10, love that movie. People always don't books, have something to say. Right. What kind of books do you guys like? I think maybe something fiction would be like cute. I, the last book I read was um, The Bluest Side by Toni Morrison. And that, I was, that was an amazing book. Um, but I think, you know, for the first one we're reading together, maybe something, something fiction, something like, like poetic, even like that has like a lot of really good figurative language and just moments for us to be like, did you see when blah blah did you know what i'm trying to say like i feel like that's mm-hmm. what's going to keep us wanting to finish and engaged in the material okay well if you want something poetic and you like tony morrison i would read tar baby it's a really good book that's my favorite book by her tar baby um, mm-hmm. sounds very uh, on brand for tony morrison <laughs> if you want something action-packed like you're not going to be able to put it down it's also a black sci-fi book um kindred by octavia butler is so good um and i know you said fiction but if you want a self-help book i feel like everybody in their 20s should read the defining decade um it's by meg J. it reads kind of like a fiction book she's a therapist and she's like giving advice for people in their 20s using examples of people who were her clients. And it was excellent. Okay. Jace just wrote those down. So we want to see what's up. Yeah. What gonna say? yeah. Not her breaking patient confidentiality. <laughs> what is it? Regardless. Yeah. I'm about to sue her. <laughs> okay. Last question. I guess I should ask you guys, is that too much pressure? Okay, you let me know which one you want to answer. What is your dream for your life together? Or you can answer individually, what is your dream for your life's work? 
Um, both. I would love both. Just to live a happy life, carefree, and the, to take risks yes. and live life with no regrets. That's one thing I always think about. Like, I don't want to regret any decisions I make and not to worry about anyone else's judgment. To always just live my life with love and kindness to myself and the other people around me. This is so nice. <clears throat> I'm kind of the mean one. Not mean because I'd be chilling, but like Jace is so nice. It'd be annoying sometimes because he's so nice. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're so sweet, babe. Like definitely something I love about you. Um, I think I want to really, I want us to travel a lot and experience new things um, and just also make really, really good art individually and eventually together. Um, my life's goal is to just like make sustainable art so when i die that's my like that's what i leave on earth and i think doing that with another artist with like you know my future husband would be amazing like you know some collabs you know we still do our own art but some art together we're working on it people have been asking right we're on, it's on the way <laughs> Aww. I'm teaching Jay's piano. It's like, nah, we have one piano lesson. He was pretty good. <laughs> he was pretty good. He, he has a lot he can teach me. Here, and you have a lot mm-hmm. you can teach me. That's Where, why it works You guys right take there. beautiful photos. So Stop he's it. clearly yeah, teaching you, you something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yours are beautiful before, too. But you know what I mean. Not my... <laughs> not, <laughs> not you reading me, Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Shaheem and Jace, thank you so, so much for doing this. I am so excited for people to hear it. Do you guys want to share your Instagram handles? Yes, I'm Shy Linux on all of like the social medias. And he's verified. Right? (laughs) At Jace Batiste on Instagram. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, good. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Thanks for having us. Thanks.